Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back, everybody, to the new season of Between You and Me, We are at season two now, and a couple things have changed. We've got some new graphics, we've got some new vibes to the new season. I wanted to elevate it slightly, obviously, because I took a little break in between, spent some time to do some planning. I also went on a little vacation, too, took a little break from social media for a couple days, and now I'm back. I'm back and I'm better, except I'm not better because I'm sick, if you guys couldn't tell, um, I caught some kind of cold from my vacation, maybe, from, who knows, who knows, I actually have no idea, I did go on a bit of a bender, I won't lie, while I was in California, I went to go surprise my best friend Margot for her graduation, it was in the works for many months, and I pulled it off successfully, so if you guys want to see that um, surprise in action, then you guys can go watch my YouTube video. I documented the whole entire thing, so you guys will be able to see it from start to end. Um, Yeah, I did spend the nine days that I was there partying, basically, which, you know, was it the smartest idea? No, but was it the probably best time of my life? Yes, (laughs) I had so much fun, but I'm reaping the consequences of it right now because I have been sick the whole week since I got back, so that's a little unfortunate. You can probably hear it in my voice, but we don't let a little sickness stop us. I feel fine. I'm just congested. I have a cough. Other than that, I still feel like same old me. So season two is going to come with a couple different things. I've got my new graphics. I have a new different vibe to the podcast. Of course, I'm going to stick to kind of the same, you know, subjects, um, type of format of this podcast, the way that I talk to you guys on a personal level about life and so many different subjects. So that's going to be the same, but I am introducing guests into this episode. This episode is a solo dolo one though, because I have had this episode planned for a really long time. So I felt the need to do this one on my own. But for future episodes for the rest of season two, we will be having a few guests here and there. All of them are my personal friends and people in my life um, that I feel like could elevate the podcast and give different perspectives on certain subjects. And obviously, I don't know everything, like I say many, many times. So you guys are going to be able to hear other people's perspectives on different subjects that you want to know about. So that's what's coming this season. I hope you guys are excited. If you're not already following the podcast's Instagram, then go ahead and follow that. It's at Between You and Me Podcast. That's where you guys can know when the episodes come out, ask questions that are going to be on the episodes, and just keep up to date on the podcast itself. Now, for this episode, this has actually been something, like I mentioned before, that I wanted to talk about 
for a while. Now, the subject of heartbreak is so large and different for everybody. And it was something that when I initially released season one of the podcast, so many people wanted me to talk about. From day one, when I asked you guys what you wanted to hear, an overwhelming amount of the responses were, I just went through a breakup, how do I deal with heartbreak, how do I heal after a heartbreak, so on and so forth. So of course, this is something that I wanted to talk about for a really, really long time. And I did say that I was going to in YouTube videos and a bunch of other episodes as well. So today is finally the day where I decided I'm going to do it. Now, the reason that this episode means a lot to me and I felt like I wanted to start it off, like start the season off strong with a good heartfelt episode was because I felt like going through my own heartbreak, I would have benefited so much from being able to hear another person talk about it on this personal level and on a very real level, basically. Because when I was going through my heartbreak, I feel like everybody kind of tells you the same thing. They always mention, you know, time is going to heal you. It's going to take time. You need to, you know, feel all your emotions. But I think that there's obviously a lot more to it. Heartbreak is such a transformative and really sad period of your life that sometimes people need more guidance than just feel all your emotions and time will heal you, you know? So when I initially planned to record this podcast, it was probably a good like three, four months ago. And I thought I could fit it into one of the episodes on season one. But for all of the podcast episodes that I record, I, you know, make a little note, jot down some bullet points on things that I want to talk about. And when I was planning the episode out, it didn't feel like it was the right time for me to actually record this episode and talk to you guys about this subject because I was still going through the heartbreak and I couldn't really get myself to record the episode. It didn't feel right for me to give advice on something that I was actively still trying to cope with and move on from. Like, even though as months continued post-breakup, I was obviously healing and feeling better as the months went on. I still didn't feel like I was in a position to give you guys advice on something that I was still kind of depressed about, basically. So now, in this current time frame of my life, I feel a lot more knowledgeable, let's say. Like, I feel a lot more confident talking about it because so much time has passed and a lot of healing has allowed me to gain different and new perspectives on heartbreak. So that's why this episode took so long. If anyone was waiting for it, I don't know if anyone was, but for me, it's been about, oh, I haven't counted in a while, maybe eight, nine months since I have ended my relationship and I specifically don't want this episode to be about my relationship whatsoever. For the reason it ended or anything about my relationship, it's more so going to be about my experience in figuring out how to deal with a breakup when a relationship meant a lot to you. And, you know, specifically, I guess, first love heartbreak too, which a lot of people say is the worst. I wouldn't know. I've only had one, but it was pretty bad. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna trust that that's true. So starting off with, you know, the actual element of being in love while you're in this relationship. It's interesting because 
in order to have a broken heart, it means that you have been able to open up your heart to someone. You have been able to be vulnerable and share your life with someone. And a lot of the times when it comes to first love, people don't really consider the fact that they're opening themselves up in a way that's going to allow future heartbreak. And realistically, there's only two options is that you stay together forever, you die together, um, which is rare. And then there is a breakup, right? Those are the only two options of what's going to happen when it comes to a relationship. But of course, you're getting into a relationship, you're not thinking about the end. If anything, you're thinking about the beautiful future that's ahead of you and the exciting things that are to come and how much you love this person and you're never really thinking about how badly it could end or how much it could hurt if this person was no longer in your life. But love comes with its consequences, unfortunately, but it is always a beautiful thing, I think, to take a risk on it because no matter what, you're going to learn from what ever experience you get yourself into when it comes to love. So personally, I didn't think about what was going to happen when this relationship was over. I didn't think about, you know, what the consequences would be, like how my life could really change. All I was thinking was that I fell into love and I followed it and, you know, I didn't think about anything other than that. So when that's gone... And when the person you love is gone, along with everything that came with that relationship, life changes and it just flips upside down, genuinely. In my experience, life literally didn't feel real. And if some of you guys are listening to this and not really, haven't really experienced heartbreak, this might sound really fucking dramatic, honestly, but it's so accurate. (laughs) Like, it's so accurate. It's really sad. It's a really depressing, sad, lonely portion of life. And some people obviously go through heartbreaks and took it completely different to the way that I did. But this is what happened to me. So let's not judge me. I'm a very emotional person. But like I said, life didn't feel real anymore. Everything that I knew in my life to exist was no longer there and what my future was going to be, what I thought my future was going to look like was gone. So of course, this time period is insanely transformative. It's a crazy change that comes out of nowhere because for the most part, nobody's really predicting a breakup. Nobody can really see it coming. Um, Even if you're the one to break up with that person, a lot of the times it's just a lot of things that pile up and then a person can't really take it anymore. I don't think there's a lot of planning that comes in advance. So whether you were the person that got broken up with or the person that broke up with their partner or a mutual breakup, then regardless of that, your life is still going to change drastically, especially if you were in a relationship that was long-term And a relationship where that person became like a main character in your life. Unfortunately, when you're with someone, a lot of the time you can become consumed with them. They become, like I said, the main character. Sometimes even a higher paid actor than yourself. And that's something that I've learned. That I'm the type of person that puts other people before me and my relationship before 
me. And that's where it was really, really hard to recuperate and heal and fix that element of myself when I became single. Because not only can you lose yourself in a relationship, you lose yourself during the initial period of a breakup as well. Because for a lot of us, this person became ingrained into who we are. So when that person's gone, it's like a piece of yourself is gone too. So it's so easy for your confidence to be low, for your self-esteem to be low, for the value that we hold on ourselves to be gone because we loved someone so much and if they chose to leave us or they're gone now, then you can be left feeling like you're not good enough or that you made so many mistakes that you can't go back and fix them anymore because it's over. So in that stage... Initially, after a breakup, this is when your emotions will be the lowest. This is when you're going to feel the worst about yourself. You're going to feel the worst about life in general. It's going to be really hard for anything to make you happy. And that's fair. That's fine. And what's so important in that situation is to accept it. It's to accept that this is going to be your life for the time being. And no matter what you do, you're always going to have a piece of you that's really hurting And you're not going to be able to get rid of that feeling right away. And that's where a lot of people go wrong, I think, personally, because they try to find outside elements. They try to find anything in their environment, in their life to make them feel good and forget about the immediate pain that they just went through. But at the end of the day, if you're a person that was really in love and attached to someone else... It's not as simple as finding something else to make you happy in the moment to make that feeling go away. Maybe for 10 minutes, an hour, two hours, you'll feel good with whatever you choose to distract yourself with. But inevitably, that feeling's going to come back to you because it does take time. It does take a lot of fucking time for that feeling to slowly, slowly ease, slowly think about it less, slowly stop consuming your mind. And the first real step in doing that and going through those emotions, like I said, is accepting the situation that you're in and to not live in denial because that just prolongs the feelings that are going to come next. Now, this is when mourning that person is really important because it can really feel like that person is dead. Like I said, I might sound dramatic, but it does because A lot of the time, you spend almost every day with a person. You talk to that person every single day. They're such an integral part of your life that once they disappear one day out of nowhere on a random Tuesday, it feels like they've died because they're no longer that important person in your life anymore. Now, the one thing that people told me, of course, when I was going through my breakup, I was talking to people about it. I was asking my friends, family, close people around me for advice or just ranting to them or just talking to them about my feelings so the one thing that I got so often was to feel everything do not try to suppress your emotions do not try to think that it doesn't hurt you as much as it does don't think that one day if you wake up and you don't think about it you're completely over it and you can move on and do whatever the hell you want because that's just not how it is The feeling of love and attachment is so deep in a person that it's really just not that easy. You need to feel all of the shitty, shitty, shitty emotions that are going to come in the next few months. And the only way to let them go is to go through them. Now, one of the most talked about things when it comes to a breakup, I feel like, is the healing stage. To me, 
I was so stuck on the idea of the healing phase, the healing process, because it hurt so badly. I didn't have, honestly, I don't have words to describe how bad the pain was. I just wanted to do everything and anything to get myself out of this feeling. But like I said, nothing really will do that for you immediately. And I had to learn to go at my own pace. And what was funny, not really funny, but what was interesting was that I had a friend, a couple friends actually, that were going through breakups at the same time as me. And one of the most toxic things I did to myself was compare my breakup and my healing to their healing and the way that they were moving on or not moving on or, you know, not being as emotional as me or being overly emotional. And I would compare and be like, am I supposed to be dealing with my breakup like them? Am I supposed to feel like them? Are they faster at healing than me or am I just too emotional? And that's where I went wrong because there's no rule book. There's no handbook. There's no set you know, one, two, three, four on how to get over a breakup. There just isn't. It comes with time. It comes with you intentionally moving forward and healing and working through your emotions in a way to finally, eventually let them go. So I had to learn that there was no timeline and that still to this day, I feel like I'm navigating my feelings on the breakup, the relationship and things like that. But I can say that I'm nowhere near how sad and low I was when I initially went through a breakup, obviously, right? Because I did the work and I spent time with myself and I really paid attention to the way that I was feeling. So the number one thing that I did was to tell myself to take everything one day at a time. And if you guys can take anything from this, I think that would be my biggest advice And it was my mantra, actually, for a long time. Um, It still is, too. When when heavy emotions come up, when things that you feel like you're not going to be able to get through show up in your life and you tell yourself to take it one day at a time, it really enforces this idea that to live in the present moment. And to not think about how am I going to feel in a month? How am I going to feel in two months? What happens if this happens in three months or four months or a week? It's better to focus on what's happening in front of you right now, today. What are the tasks that you have to get through? What are the emotions that you have to navigate through today, one day at a time? Now, another thing that helped me within my healing process was leaning on my friends and family more than I ever have. Because I feel like I'm somebody who relies on the people around me for a little support just in everyday life. So when I was going through this heartbreak, I relied on them more than ever. It's obviously a really, really lonely period of life to be going through a breakup because it's the best friend that you've lost and it's a partner. So you kind of start to realize like, shit, can I even rely on other people the same way I could rely on this person in the past? Like, Have I even given my friends and my family enough attention? And do I even deserve to be asking them for help right now when I feel like all I've been doing is being selfish and thinking about my own relationship and my own life and I haven't given them enough time and energy in the past? These are a lot of things that can cross through your mind because like I said, when you're in a relationship, you're so consumed by one person. It's a little dangerous, honestly. I think about that all the time. 
But in that situation, you can start to feel super guilty when you're out of a relationship and you have all this free time and now you're leaning on your friends, talking to your friends more, leaning on your family more, and you're like, damn, do I even deserve them? Because I haven't given them all this love and attention because I've been giving it to one person. At that time, I really genuinely needed that support from my friends and I urge you guys to not feel guilty about it because that's definitely something that happened to me. Because I know now after my experience, if any one of my close friends or family went through what I went through, I would want nothing more than to be there for them during that time period because I know what it feels like and I know what another person might need during that time period. And I've been that after my breakup as well to some of my friends who needed that. So I'm glad that my friends were there for me and my family was there for me. Um, don't think I could have done it without them, so shout out to you guys. Um, but yeah, so of course, friends and family are very important. And another thing, if you guys are in the world of therapy, I was doing therapy at the time, and it became obviously the main subject of my therapy sessions, and that really helped me because sometimes it felt like I didn't want to talk to anybody who knew who knew the details and knew about my relationship and it was just a fresh person with new eyes that could see it from an unbiased perspective and really give me constructive, you know, talking points and and help me get emotions out that maybe somebody that I knew wouldn't have been able to. So I always preach about therapy. I love therapy. And even when you're going through a breakup, it's it's so amazing. Like, it definitely did help in my healing process, and I scheduled it about, like, once a month, so it was like I got to check in on progress and check in how I felt, and some months were worse than others. It didn't always go, like, each month my therapy session got better and better. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com. Better. It was definitely an up and down within the first couple months, and it was hard, but it was very beneficial to talk to somebody like that. Now, another thing that really benefited my healing was spending time by myself. This is something that I feel very passionately about and probably because what I struggled with a lot when I was in a relationship and even before I was in a relationship was spending time by myself. I think that was where I required a lot of healing, if that makes sense, was the element of being alone, whether that's physically or emotionally. So during that time period, I specifically wanted to be alone a lot of the times. And it was interesting because as a person, I never want to be alone. But I think being alone during the hardest parts of your life and not alone all the time either, a balanced, a balanced vibe of alone and togetherness, but enough alone time for you to process emotions and I think being alone during that initial breakup period helped me so much because I was able to get comfortable with myself being alone in this really low state of mind and once you reach that level of comfortability with being by yourself 
going through hard emotions, you've basically mastered it. <laughs> you're, you're able to be alone in all scenarios. You know what I mean? So you you know how to take care of yourself in this low energy. So of course, when you need alone time or you need or you're left alone, let's just say, without a choice, you're able to handle being alone. If you're distracting yourself super easily, whether that is just with your friends or with another romantic person in your life, you're just putting yourself in a pickle, if I'm being honest. I didn't look at anybody in that type of way for a very, very long time. One, because I didn't want to. Two, because I knew it wouldn't be good for me. And three, just because I also just didn't want to. I kind of hated men at the time. So, but I think it was the most beneficial thing I could have ever done because if I, let's say, was talking to someone during this time of like feeling really sad and mourning a relationship and mourning a person, I just would have hindered my experience on letting go of the other person and I just would have been comparing, you know, I just would have been comparing to a new person. I would have been comparing to my previous relationship and I know it wouldn't have been fair for a new person at the time. So, you know, that's a whole nother ballpark of things. I think everybody use your own discretion when it comes to that. If you think you're ready to be moving on with another person while you're in this heartbreak scenario, that's all you. But personally, I feel like I want you guys to feel comfortable by yourselves before you let any person into your life, whether that's another relationship or another fling or whatever or even just a person to entertain you like make sure you're comfortable alone so that you don't use that other person as a replacement so on top of spending time alone I also took it very 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 easy during these initial months of heartbreak I didn't put too much on my plate I didn't overschedule myself. I didn't hold myself to really high standards during this time because I knew I wasn't capable of doing the things that I was capable of doing before because I was in such a low mental and emotional and physical state, to be honest. So I wasn't going to push myself to crazy high standards during this time because I just knew I wouldn't be able to meet my expectations that I could have had for myself. So I didn't rush back into life until I felt like I was ready. And that means, you know, how much work you're willing to take on during the time. And I'm really lucky because my work is YouTube and it's this. So I was kind of able to schedule my time accordingly based on how I felt. Now, I also have a team that works with me that I explained my situation to that was really understanding of what I was going through and really wanted to help me in any way possible. I know some people aren't as lucky to have their boss or managers or who they work for really care about the situation. Now, in that aspect, I think that's when other areas of your life will have to be kind of lowered, if that makes sense. Maybe time you spend with other people or hobbies that you would, would have done, that's when it's kind of important to leave yourself some time to just rot a little bit, gracefully, but just to rot, because I needed to do that. I remember for the first couple weeks, I sat on my bed and didn't leave my house for a very long time and binged a seven-series TV show, okay? So, 
in that situation, take a break. Take a week off work, I swear, because you're going to need it. Don't rush yourself into the regular lifestyle that you're used to because it's going to be really difficult to feel normal doing the things that you used to feel normal doing. In those situations and during the beginning portion of a breakup, it's really easy for emotions to just flow out of you. Anything, anything can trigger emotions. You can watch a TV show where you see someone kiss, bawling your eyes out. You can go to the grocery store and see an old couple holding hands, bawling your eyes out. You can be driving in your car and hear the radio and it's a love song, bawling your damn eyes out. Anything can trigger emotions in these situations, so be kind to yourself because it's going to happen a lot and it's going to happen pretty frequently. But one thing that I loved to do was to take some time to hop into my car and grab my journal. I would drive around. I would maybe get some fast food. I would find a cozy little parking spot somewhere, play some music, and journal my heart out and cry a lot. But it would be one of the most therapeutic and releasing, like emotional releasing things that I could do for myself releasing your emotions in any way shape or form during this time of heartbreak is so important and I urge you guys to do it instead of suppressing it or finding other ways to distract yourself. Now after a certain period of time you're going to be kind of going in and out of really emotional states and you just need to stay strong during those periods and allow yourself to get to the peak of those emotions and watch them go back down because it's kind of like a roller coaster. There will be a lot of peaks within the several, several months that you are kind of moving on from this relationship and healing from this relationship. Because emotions are so complex and they just go up and down and side and side and are crazy, it's not going to be easy to know what's a good idea and what's not a good idea. So don't make any rash decisions. Don't make any impulsive decisions and really think on whatever you're planning on doing because that's really important too. Now, during this time, like I said, once you're continuing this heartbreak and maybe you're a couple months down the line, um, it's going to be really easy to think that you're all healed up once you start feeling good for a week and then you drop back down after the next week. So don't torture yourself because you're going to start feeling really shitty once you've had a good week and then you hit a rock again and you're kind of sad and depressed and thinking about this person all over again and you're going to be like, why can't I move past this? And you're going to be shitting on yourself because that's what I did. I'm like, why do I feel this again? It's been so much time and I'm and I feel just as sad as I did at the beginning and that's fair and it happens. Healing is not linear, okay? I have talked about this so many times. You have a wound on you, you grow a scab, and you pick that scab a little bit, it starts bleeding again. It's up and down and up and down. Healing isn't linear. You're not just going to keep getting better and better and better and better and better. If you have that mindset, you're hurting yourself because you're feeling bad about feeling bad. The best thing to do when you feel bad is to accept it and to know that Time will heal you if you let it. Now, another thing that I did a lot was overthink. Overthinking can kill you. 
And during this period of a breakup, it's very easy to overthink because you're left with a lot of emotions and a lot of time to think once that person's gone, right? Your time just clears up. Your schedule is just free. So I definitely spent a lot of time overthinking and giving myself too much time to live in the past, live in memories or what could have been if things only ended up differently. And it's very easy to hold on to what you had. But it takes time to understand the reasons for why a relationship didn't work, why things had to turn out the way that they did. A lot of the times in our heads, we're living a life that is not in our present moment. And that's another thing that I'm really passionate about that I did get tattooed on myself, if you guys remember, is to live in the present and to continuously stay present in the moment, not to linger into the past or the future of what things could go wrong, like I said earlier. So really just take one day at a time. Don't allow yourself to fall into these over-analyzing, overthinking loops of what your life could have been if this breakup didn't happen. And that goes back to accepting your situation. Now, in between this healing stage, once you've spent more time healing and more time feeling a little bit better every single day, even if it gets worse one day, better the next day, eventually it goes up and up and up and up and up and you're starting to feel better as the months progress and as time moves on and When things hurt you, they don't hurt as much as they did, that's when you know that you're getting back to yourself, that you're starting to find yourself again because this whole healing stage is just a bunch of shit and a bunch of pain, realistically. You don't really know who you are during this healing stage. Once you're starting to move into happier days, greener grass, bluer skies, you're starting to get back to yourself. Once you find yourself being happy, genuinely happy about things again, because it took me a while to be genuinely happy, once you get to that point, you are slowly working back to yourself. During this time period, spend time doing things that you weren't able to do before. And that was the biggest thing that I realized that was such a blessing after ending a relationship was that I had so much time that I didn't even know. I had all this time to do things that made me feel passionate and for me it was work, spending time with my friends, and setting bigger goals and achieving them. And not to shit on my relationship whatsoever, but I accomplished so many things during the six months period post breakup than I think I did during my relationship because that's just how much time I was able to invest in myself after um I also was in a like partially COVID relationship so that could have been a part of it but what I'm trying to say is that I was able to you know take the time that I probably would have spent with that person or talking to that person or thinking about that person and put it into myself and that really is at the end of the day one of the biggest blessings that you get when you're out of a relationship is that you get to find yourself again you get to spend time with yourself again and you get to work on yourself more than you're ever able to before 
you can give yourself that undivided attention. And I had never felt so passionate about the things that I was doing until I got the time to actually feel passionate about these things and to actually work on them and to know that I was my main focus and I was the main character now. Now, eventually, when more time passes, you will have the aha moment. You will have the time frame of your life where everything pieces together. Why your relationship didn't work, where you went wrong, where the other person went wrong, what you couldn't give each other, what you want for your next relationship, what you don't want, red flags to look out for, and the parts of yourself that you need to work on and figure out because now all this time has passed and all these thoughts that you've been going through in your mind over the past six, seven months, let's say, have now started to settle and you can see things clearly. You can really start to see things from new perspectives and look at it as such a learning experience because it really is at the end of the day. You learn so much about yourself within a relationship and ending a relationship that you might as well just be a whole nother different person, honestly. Now, I haven't been through really crazy, dramatic, traumatic, or sad, depressing things in my life. Luckily, I've had a very kind of safe, privileged life in that sense. So this breakup was definitely one of the hardest things when it came to me emotionally and mentally. So going through this was definitely one of the biggest growing and transformative periods of my life by far and I still feel like I'm learning from it like even after so much time has passed when I still reflect or think about different things and how much I've changed I'm still learning from that relationship and from that breakup and from that heartbreak more and more things about myself by far the biggest learning experience of my life and I feel like I needed to go through that in order to be the better version of myself today Because I know, unfortunately, that if I was still in that relationship, I wouldn't be who I am right now. And I really like the person that I am right now. So you have to be grateful for the experiences that you do go through. And you're going to get to that point. If you're watching this and you're in the first two-week period of laying in your bed or in the next couple-month period of like really wishing life wasn't like the way it was now, or if you're in the next two-month period post-breakup when you just miss that person, that's all you can think about. Give yourself time, give yourself space to heal, feel your emotions because you're gonna hit that later on. Whatever timeline you're on, you're gonna hit that point where you realize that this was meant to happen because you needed to change as a person, you needed to grow as a person, and you're gonna have that aha moment. To me, there's nothing worse than staying in a place in your life that doesn't allow you to grow and learn and evolve because these harder challenges in life, that's when you really grow. And I felt like I was in such a stagnant place before that. I didn't feel like I was growing much or learning much or changing as a person. I felt the same for so long that, you know, it was really meant to be. Change can be good if you let it. Now... In this post-heartbreak time frame that I guess I'm in in my life right now, I think that in my 20s, my early 20s, before this relationship that I was in, I spent a long time thinking about love 
and wanting it and craving a relationship. And then when that came into my life, I was really happy and I let it consume me and I let it be the number one thing in my life because it just brought me so much happiness and so much wholeness. And I am very grateful that I got to experience that because it was definitely something that I wanted really, really badly at the time. And I was able to learn so much from it. I was able to grow so much from it being in the relationship. And what I feel like now is that I've gotten to experience that. And I know that I will get to experience it one day again. But it's just no longer my main concern because it was for a long time. And I think that was you know, me having missed out on high school relationships or missed out on the young love that I, you know, would see in movies and see my friends going through. So that made me crave a relationship really badly. And once I got to experience, I got to feel that first love. And now I'm here and it just isn't my main concern anymore. I feel like I want to focus on the love that I can give to myself, my friends, my family, I just want to tell you guys that maybe have just recently ended a relationship or are a little bit hyper fixated on finding a relationship that there's so much more to life than the relationship that you're in because when you're in them, they can consume you so much to the point where you don't really see what else is out there, but there's a lot. And when you've spent time rebuilding that foundation in yourself and giving yourself a chance to explore life again, then you'll see. Because it's really beautiful. Relationships are beautiful. Being single is beautiful. Rebuilding yourself is beautiful. I actually feel kind of emotional right now because I just had an aha moment. (laughs) I just thought of something. The day I ended my relationship, one of my friends looked at me and said, I'm kind of excited for you. And I said, what? And she was like, this is going to be one of the most transformative, beautiful periods of your life, but you don't know it yet. And that's kind of crazy because I'm looking at it now and it really has been. It really has been one of the most strangely beautiful things to look back on, to see how much I've changed as a person and to see how much I've grown. (sighs) And yeah, that's my little spiel on the heartbreak. Obviously, it's very different for everybody. It is such a challenging experience and there's so much individuality that goes goes towards like a heartbreak because nobody's relationship is the same so nobody's end to a relationship can ever be the same either but this is a little taste on what I went through during my heartbreak summed up nice and good within this 30 to 40 minutes so I hope that you guys are able to take some good pieces of advice from this and know that you're not alone in this situation. Going through heartbreak is probably one of the most common things that happen. I found it so funny, but when I was going through my breakup, I think 10 celebrity couples broke up. I think five of my own close friends broke up with their their boyfriend or girlfriends. And I was like, damn, is this breakup season? But I think it was just because I was paying attention to it. But like I said, you're not alone in these emotions lean on your friends, spend time by yourself, finding a way through your emotions, and give yourself time. Time does heal all if you let it, baby. So let it. Let it heal you and do the work in order for it to heal you. I love you guys so much. Thank you for being here for episode number one 
of season two, Between You and Me, baby. It was amazing. I shed a couple tears. I loved it. I love you guys. Don't forget to follow the Instagram at Between You and Me podcast and my own Instagram at underscore hey it's Alex underscore XO. I hope you guys have an amazing morning, evening, midday, wherever you are. And I will talk to you guys in the next episode. Bye, guys. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.